this podcast working for you? What about blogs or social media? Are they making a difference for the way you think about road safety? Do you listen or read just for entertainment purposes? Or do you actually implement some of the ideas and knowledge you've come across? Are these forms of information and education making a difference in the way you drive? I'm curious. Drop me a line, safedriver36 at yahoo.ca, and tell me if it has made a difference. So welcome to another episode of Speed Bumps, a safe driving podcast. In this episode, we'll deal with, is driving while feeling sick worth it? Another episode of Things to Make You Go, Huh? And learning to keep the pressure on. Let's go. Well, it's a different season again. And, uh, you know, cold and flu season is coming around. And uh, a few people I know that have been, well, we'll call it under the weather for the last little while. But it got me thinking... Is driving while sick worth it? So different types of ailments. You know, there's there's the headache kind of, of sick. Do you still drive with a headache? I think there's different types of headaches that will determine whether or not you're going to drive or not. Uh, just the typical uh, dehydration head, headache. Uh, sure, it's not really going to cause a distraction in your thought process. But what about that big thumping headache? What do you do? Or a migraine. Yeah, the migraines kind of really do that to you, especially when there's a change in pressure. And I know myself, if I do that and look at the fluorescent lighting, uh, it doesn't get any better. So what do you do for your headache? Do you have a nap? Do you take some Tylenol? And does it distract you enough that perhaps you should wait before driving? Or maybe not drive at all? What about achy joints or muscle pain? I guess it really depends on where it's uh, where the joints are achy and, and where that muscle are, uh, that the aches are. So is it your arms, your shoulders, your back? What about legs? I remember uh, not too long ago, maybe 10 years or so, 12 years ago, I was playing soccer. I played on Friday night and Sunday morning. And when Monday morning came, the... Uh, two games over the weekend, I was pretty stiff and sore with that muscle pain. Uh, it was uh, kind of tough to get moving again. I did have to stretch and limber up before I got my day going on Monday morning, but I can relate to that muscle pain. And, and now that I just don't play, I don't have that type of muscle pain. But uh, what about the achy joints too? And I'm getting older and Sometimes they hurt and sometimes they're annoying, but does it make me stop driving? What about if you had a sprain? What about if it was your fingers or your arm or your wrist? Does that stop you from driving? I think if it's going to affect the control of your vehicle, you should have to make a a second thought about whether or not it's something you should do. Uh, I'm not even talking about breaks in your arm and, and having a, a cast and a, perhaps a sling or your shoulder out of whack. It's more about the pain that uh, you have to decide whether or not is that shot of pain suddenly going to affect your ability to operate your vehicle. Uh, this also includes neck pain. Uh, I remember when I was a, a, a teen, 
I had a neck brace on through an incident through uh, track and field. Uh, I hurt my, my neck and I couldn't turn my head very much. And I always remember that. I wasn't of driving age yet, but there's no way I could check my, my side mirrors comfortably and there's no possible way I would check my blind spot. So if you do have some neck pain, you have to make sure that you can turn your head enough that you can check your mirrors and off and over your shoulder a little bit uh, without too much difficulty. And if it is difficult, uh, you know, see your doctor and find out what you can do to alleviate that pain and maybe help things on their way. What about nausea? If you're sick and whether it's your, your, um, just the way you're feeling, the fact that you might be throwing up soon, uh, should you drive? Is it wise to drive, especially extended trips? If you have a longer commute to and from work, you're going to have to decide whether or not this is something that is worth driving right now, or maybe have some saltines and some ginger ale to help you feel a little bit better. And again, that good old fashioned nap. Uh, I love naps. Naps are uh, underrated when I was a kid. I love naps now. What about vision issues? If you have um, problems with your eye, you have a, a, a something in the corner of your eye or in your eyelid that's not supposed to be there and it's causing that. Not only is it a, a vision problem, but it's a distraction. And uh, flushing your eye out, making sure it's uh, it's cleaned out for dust or something that got in your eye. Uh, then you still really need to think about that driving thing because um, you kind of need your eyesight to drive. Just a, a little tip there. Um, what about medications? So if you're if you're not feeling well and you're taking medication, uh, it's a good time to start reading that label that before taking it uh, or before driving to find out whether or not driving is recommended. And I wouldn't really shrug that off a whole lot. Um, maybe wait until you get to your workplace and then take it. That way you've got your day of, of having the medications, also the flu or cold medication. Uh, my personal favorite is taking it at night so I can get a good night's sleep and feel better in the morning. I mean, we've seen those commercials. We've heard those commercials. So again, is driving while feeling sick worth it? In most cases, it's not. If it's minor, you can get away with it. If it's more than minor, take the precautions that you would want any other family member to take before getting behind the wheel of a car, because we all want you to get there safely, myself included. It's now time for another episode of Things to Make You Go, Huh? A 41-year-old man is facing a number of charges after a traffic stop revealed well, a number of concerns. Uh, what prompted the stop was that the driver was on their phone while driving. And after the stop, the officer said that they saw three children in the back seat not wearing their seatbelts or in car seats. The officer said that all three kids in the back were aged 10 and under. The driver was charged with distracted driving and three counts of driving with uh, while passengers under 16 fails to wear a proper seatbelt. The distracted driving charge in Ontario carries a $615 fine, three demerit points, and the seatbelt charge also carries a total fine of $240 with two demerit points each. Huh?
So uh, as I post this episode of Speed Bumps, it's uh, getting kind of cold out. And, uh, and we know it's going to stay cold for a while. But it doesn't mean we neglect our vehicle. And uh, I know we might wear gloves or mittens and uh, we've got our winter clothing on, but we're still going to have to check things out to make sure that the vehicle is up to snuff. And this also affects your tires, your tire pressure in particular. So cold weather drops the tire pressure much quicker than the warmer weather. So it would be a good idea to check your tire pressure at least every few weeks or every month just to make sure it's not uh, lower than it should. So as far as the, the pressure goes, the, the sidewall is your maximum air pressure, uh, PSI. PSI and, uh, but inside your door jam lets you know what it should be for comfort and for ride. Now, properly inflated tires will help keep the tread uh, on the road itself. If you have a soft tire, it's underinflated. Uh, you're going to get more tread wear on the sides, the inside and the outside, but less in the middle. So it's not going to be as even wear. Uh, so your tires aren't going to last as long. Plus, it's not as much tread giving you the traction that you need in cold weather and also in winter weather. Now, overdoing your tires and overinflating them by pumping more air into it than you need, it bulges the tires out. So you're going to get more wear down the center of the, of the tire and less on the sides. So again, it's not going to allow your tires to last their full life. And again, you're not going to have the, the traction that you need. So when you check the tire pressure and you decide that you're going to inflate it, it needs to be on a cold tire. A cold tire is when the vehicle has not been driven for a number of hours, like four or five hours. First thing in the morning is a good idea after it's been sitting overnight. And you can get a tire pressure gauge. That's a good idea. Uh, digital is great, but if not, you can get the old pen ones that I still have. And uh, just check it from time to time. doesn't take much. You can even use the ones if you're desperate. You can use the ones at the gas station that you have to pay for the air for that. Because air used to be free, but... No longer is that the case. So checking the tire pressure when it's cold. If you check the tire pressure after you've driven for a while, it gives you a false reading. It might even uh, say that it's higher pressure than you need. And making that mistake and letting some air out, thinking that the tire is overinflated, well, the next morning it's going to be underinflated because you've checked it at the wrong time. So checking it when it's cold is, is an important part of it. Um, the appearance of tires now is not it's not reliable and that we have so many different types of tires the uh the run flats or the the um, the lower profile tires are uh, a less revealing if you have low tire pressure so you can't just look at it and the old kick the tire type of thing is is not uh reliable it doesn't really do anything except scuff the top of your shoe so checking it with a proper tire gauge is important uh, and when you're you are checking your tire pressure uh, let's not forget your spare tire uh, as the saying goes there's no sense putting on a flat when you get a flat so and a lot of people do forget about the this spare tire so uh, check that out as well it may not lose the tire pressure quite as often because it's not being used but checking it uh, periodically is is not a bad idea uh, especially if you have that donut spare which is a low profile and thin and uh, yeah, you want to check those too so 
back in the day when I was a kid, we had the bias ply tires. And quite often, I, I think I mentioned this in one of my other episodes about winter driving, is that the, the driver would soften the, uh, the tire by taking some air pressure out to allow it to grip the road better in snowy and icy conditions. That's not the case now. It hasn't been the case for a number of years because of the types of tires we have. So we've changed along with the techniques, with the technology of our, of our tires. But uh, nonetheless, inflation is important for us, not just in our society for the economy, but also for our tires too. So let's not forget. Thanks for listening to this episode of Speed Bumps, a safe driving podcast. Be sure to come back each week as episodes are usually posted on a Sunday. If you've missed any of the previous episodes, be sure to check the menu and you can find out season one and season two. I'd like to hear from you if you have any questions or something you'd like me to talk about. You can reach me by email. My email address is safedriver36 at yahoo.ca. You can also find me on Twitter. I am at Safe Driver. You can also find me on my blog, thesafedriver.ca. I'm everywhere, including back here on Speed Bumps. Let's be safe out there. I'm Scott Marshall.